Hey, welcome to the Culture Kings Podcast, the podcast that I don't host. But it is hosted by my good friends Edgar Montplazier and Jockey Snail. Very good guys. These guys are just going to talk about pop culture, sports, you know, a lot of shit. Shit people care about. I don't know how to put it. It's like... Podcast, but like a mosh pit. And if you ask them to stop, they'll start shit. I'm talking sports to politics to back and forth to plead the fifth. And now I'm coming back for more. Bling, bling, really big ring. Basky out with the crowny thing. With the comedians with the clowny thing. So you better bow down as the Coach Kings. This has been a sad week for me. I, I watched my first football game uh, in a long time, besides the Super Bowl, which is so funny how we, uh, you know, put parameters on the things that we say we're not going to do. Or I say, oh, I didn't watch football last year, but I watched the Super Bowl. Like, that does, like that matters. Uh, but I watched, I watched the Bears. And he got defeated in crushing faction. And uh, I don't know why, but it just kind of ruined the next few days. It kind of ruined the next couple of days for me. And I don't know why sports have that effect on us. What's wild is that happened yesterday, and you've already predetermined that not only today, but tomorrow will be a shitty day. Well, by the time the listeners hear this, I want you to know that I'm still having a shitty week <laughs> so uh, you're, you're not only okay so you've upped it not only was it today and tuesday you're also saying on wednesday when fans listen to this matter of fact you're saying that if a fan comes across this episode a year to date <laughs> you will still be having a shitty date if you are listening to this after september 27 2018 my my week is my days have gotten better okay but not until September 27th. Not until September 27th. May I ask you why? Because the month of September is particularly a very difficult month for me. But I would like to know why it's a difficult month for you. Uh, it's not a difficult month for me at all. Oh, you're doing uh, a bit? Yeah. But I wanted you bit. to play along and then do a little bit more. All Give right. me some deets. Okay. All right. Then let's pick it up here. Jaquise is at one quarter energy for anyone who I is. This is, this is, I'm very low energy right now. Uh, September is a hard month for me for a few reasons. Yeah, one. Let's hear it. Mm-hmm. One. Um, it is hurricane season, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and listen, you know when where, when it rains, it pours. Where are you from again? Where are you from again? Okay, from Chicago. okay. Again, not affected by hurricanes at all. But listen, I still feel that pain, man. I still feel that pain what from the everybody. Fuck is happening? Uh, also, it's a it's a tough month for me. You know, nine eleven. Nine eleven happened Jakeese. in September. Where were you, where were you on nine eleven? I was Chicago. in Chicago doing what? Uh, on my way to my sophomore year of high school. <laughs> uh, and you know it was tough, man. That was also the day I found out Michael Jordan was about to play for the Wizards. That was a tough oh ass my day. God, Jesus Christ! That's right. that's what this entire bit was leading up to. <laughs> no, I'm just telling you why September is a hard month for and me. It's also my birthday month. It's also my birthday. It is month. also your birthday month. So you know you get a year older, you get a year closer to death. Mm-hmm. That's always you'll a be tough. turning uh, 30 32. years old. I'll be turning 32. I was trying to give you some cover, you know what I mean? No, it's I okay. To... I'm okay with my age. I'm a man in America. Uh, <laughs> yeah. I don't have Life to. Life only gets better for you. <laughs> I have <laughs> so many questions about that statement. No, he's being honest. He's being honest. being honest. He's like, saying that like... It, Age doesn't matter for me. Age doesn't affect him. Like, like it affects women. It shouldn't affect women, but... It doesn't affect there women. There he is. There he I'm is. So Famed feminist scholar, Jaquise so Neal. <laughs> it shouldn't affect women, it but it, it but it doesn't but it doesn't affect men. No. It shouldn't affect anybody. No. You don't think it affects you. 
You don't think it you, doesn't. You don't think that when you're aging, you've aged out of parts you could audition for? Not at all. Jaquise, okay. right now, at this age, I'm looking at Jaquise right now, except for the fact that he spilled water all over himself, <laughs> could audition for a high schooler, and I no mean, one would bat an eye. The last time you said that, there was a picture taken of me where I was like very sleepy and tired, and this one dude came and he said, looking like I got grandkids. <laughs> But Jaquise, and I if, never he, if you shaved, that. if you shaved and you cut your hair, if I shaved and cut my hair, you could be. I don't know about I can play high school anymore. The girl in he could in that Mickey or shirt I should say he's wearing. The woman in a uh, High School Musical, the black woman. I think uh-huh. she was in her thirties during yeah. that. Jackson, the brother on Hannah Montana, was in his forties. Yes, wow. and you want to know what? Motherfucker looked like he was in his 40s. No, he did not. Yes, he, he did. He looked like a high schooler yes, to me. Yes, he did. He was in his 40s. So I think I'm Jaquise so could do it. I'm so upset by this conversation. I'm sorry. I'm We're so saying angry. it's not fair. I agree with you, Jaquise. It's not fair for women. <laughs> so I, don't think, I don't think you're listening to us. I'm not. I'm <laughs> We're angry. saying that. It's not fair, but We're it's saying true. it's not fair. Uh, but that's, to get back on track, that's uh, one of the main reasons September is tough for me. Why is it tough for you? I mean, for me, it's not a bit, and I don't want to say them. I, it would I know. truly kill the mood in the room. I know why it's tough for you. You uh, don't have to say it. But, um, like, I don't know. I want to go back to this age out thing. It's mm-hmm. for women. Be very careful. Give me the care- points. Be very careful. For women, there's an age. say women. That's why we're giving you points. <laughs> Give me the points. No. Uh, for women, mm-hmm. there is a certain age that they cross where their roles drastically changed. Yeah. And it's happening to Anna right now where it's not changing, but she's stuck in between where she's not a mom, but she's also not like a college or teenager to casting directors. And she's Mm -hmm. just like stuck in this void. Mm -hmm. And it's so fucking weird to watch. Yeah. Where if you're not like a very skinny white woman, woman, you can't (laughs) like, you know, be anything else on TV because there's only these two ideas of what you can be. Yeah, I mean, you know, for men, I mean, listen, we even this this even goes back to last week. We had an episode talking about hot hot men over fifty, uh, because men are allowed to still be hot, or men are allowed to still be just getting started at like forty and fifty years old. Uh, and it's not fair. We're saying it's, it's not, not fair. fair. It's look not at, fair. Look at the the wives that Bruce Willis gets in his movies. Till mm-hmm. this day, they're in their twenties and thirties. You think I don't know this? I produce the Bechdel cast. Yeah, but that's what we're saying. We're saying it's not fair. We're not saying that it's all right. But it, Jaquise is right. Have you in ever a sense. seen the first Mission Impossible? It's crazy. Have you ever seen the person that's supposed to be married to John Voight? Yeah, it's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And that's what we're saying is, for, but for Jaquise. At age 32, he's fine. I'm fine. Chadwick Boseman is damn near 40 years old, and he's the Black Panther. Mm-hmm. That's crazy. <laughs> it's ridiculous. It's crazy. <laughs> Harrison Ford gets Harrison Ford gets uh, applauded for being a geriatric Han Solo, and, <laughs> and you know, we can't see Sigourney Weaver be back in Alien year after year after year. Yeah. Why not? It's ridiculous. Why not? Yeah. We're, yeah. Hey, Sophie, mostly we're not, but today we're on your side. Well, I am a scholar. And Jaquise is a very, very renowned, I should say. And I don't use that word often because <laughs> I confuse it with re-owned a lot. But, uh, How are you on my side today? We're on your side. How? Because we're saying it's not fair that Jaquise gets to be 32 and still play a 12-year-old. <laughs> it's not fair. Didn't you not just make a point that there was a woman in High School Musical that played a high schooler when she was 
well, first of all, she was only 25, but. She was in her 30s. She was, I just did the math. For the first one. What was she in for the second one? I have no idea. Thank you. Yeah, but that's a lot more rare. That is it so is for rare. Men. It's so for men, it's ridiculous. Yeah, man, man, and, and and it's not even that. We're talking just if you look like you're a certain age, then you can play a certain age in Hollywood. I'm talking more about the fact that at age 32, like age 32 for me is different than age 32 for a woman. Yeah, uh, just based on society and the shit they've told us. Like I, think- I said earlier, like to to society at age 40 and 50. Oh, that man's just getting started. He's still got, you know, he's yeah. still looking. But, and like, we, we don't say the same thing for women over 40 and 50 as much as we do for and, men. And, and of course, should. and of course, we're not telling Sophie anything she doesn't know. I mean, not. Sophie knows all of these things. <clears throat> we're and talking so to much our more audience. Because Sophie is so intelligent. Are you doing she this is thing? So... Are you doing the, so, Edgar likes to do this thing, audience, that. He likes to compliment me at least three times before he insults me. That so is correct. let's go. I'm intelligent. What else? You're intelligent. I think you're very hardworking. And I think you're an amazing producer. Where's my insult? Maybe that's on you for assuming that that's what I was going to do. I mean, <laughs> I wish you could have. I just but, wish they could have seen the look I just gave you. I hope you felt but it. But let's talk about. Uh, a woman who was in the, the world today who was being talked about. A lot about because of her age, a lot because of her attitude, a lot because of her actions. Serena Williams. My mm-hmm. queen. Mm-hmm. U.S. Mm-hmm. Open had a very, very interesting final result. Now, before we continue, I was not rooting for Serena Williams to win that match at all. I want to be very clear Did on you that. watch it? Were you watching it? I was watching it. That's dope. I was following it on Twitter as much as I could while I was on set. I was watching it. On my phone, in between takes. Now, here's the thing. I had to go for Naomi Osaka. She's amazing, first of all. She is amazing. But she Naomi did, and, Osaka. And, and she, and despite, just if you look, all oh, right, never mind. No, so. say it. I'm just saying, if you, if you read Billie Jean King's article that she wrote for the Washington Post, you can... She called her the future of tennis, and I think that's 100% accurate. 100% and I think that she played her ass off, and she she won. She won fair and square. Um, she and won asterisk. Fair and square. I'm going to give her an asterisk. You because can't we give her an... Okay, well, we'll get into it. But gonna, I had to go for Naomi that. Osaka because she's my Haitian sister, and I got to give love to my Haitian sister. And I got to give love to my Haitian sister for playing a hell of a game. Mm-hmm. A hell of a game. I want anyone who watched that game to tell me that there was a chance in hell that Serena Williams was going to win that game. Hi. First of all, it's that match. Fine. Match. I'm sorry for not using the proper. <laughs> I think she had a chance to come back in the second set and that it probably would have gone to a third set. But I do also believe that Naomi probably would have won it in the third. She was going to win think the entire Ser- time. But I think Serena could have pulled it to three. I don't know. The, uh, when she got the point taken away. How often away, do you watch Serena Williams play? I don't watch Serena play, Williams play often. So that's why you don't have the same sort of confidence. No, that I but have you in could her. tell that game that she was gassed. And you could also tell. She wasn't gassed, she was frustrated because she was treated unfairly by a man. Okay. You could also tell. When, I'll, I'll just ask you this. What was the score when she got her point taken away? I don't know. I didn't watch it. Sophie knows what it was. I know what it was. What was it? She was. Well, they were. So it was the second. Second set. Mm-hmm. She lost the first set six to two, I believe. That is correct. And she looked terrible. Yeah, yeah. yeah, she did. Again, like I said, she was looking gassed. But 
In the second set, I thought she was looking a lot better. What was the score when she got her point taken away? It was 3-4. It was not 3-4. It was 3-4. No, it wasn't. It was 4-1. She was already down, and they took away one point. And that's what I'm saying is, like, she that's was right. going. That's not, yeah, that's it not wasn't right. that right? That's incorrect. Sorry. Oops. Sorry. Thank you, Nick. Nick, watch it, too. Nick, watch the entire thing. I think it was 3-all when she had the point deduction. Yeah, yeah she had the point deduction. It was 3-3. Three, three. She, she, she smashed her racket. And then she got because she was mad that it got tied up. Okay. And then she got 15 points. Mm -hmm. And then she won that. And then Serena called him a thief. And then she got a full, uh, full game (coughs) point given to him. Then it was three five. And then she won. Yes. So, you were wrong. I was wrong. I'm willing to admit that she was she was closer than you thought, and uh, she was much closer. If than you I are Naomi, does did don't get me wrong. Naomi deserved to win. Naomi played like. But amazing. then you said something that. Oh, I'm sorry. Please continue. But Serena had had her chance for a comeback taken away. That's why I disagree with you. We're not going to agree on that because that's why I disagree with you. And for you to say that Naomi won, and I was very wrong about the score. I misunderstood how the score works. I don't know much about how tennis is scored, but. For you to sit here and say that Naomi won with an asterisk is completely insulting because Naomi dominated her. And I don't think anyone in the game of tennis disagrees on that fact, that Naomi dominated Serena that entire time. But I think Serena's chance for a comeback was taken away. That's why the asterisk is there. I, that's that, why. Okay, please say what you're going to say. That's, that's it. I just, that's my my. I don't think that she's going to make a comeback, I, I wholeheartedly think that 90% Naomi was going to win. Here's the I thing, think though. The, 10% for a comeback was taken away. Here's the thing, though. But who cares? Uh, that's, not the point. that's not the point of this argument. No, it Here, is the point of this argument. Here's the thing, though. Here's the thing. Even if the chance for a comeback was taken away, uh, I, I don't. I, I, think, I think the wording is different. I think the momentum of her comeback <laughs> was taken away. Sure. The chance for a comeback was to take it away because she still had a chance to come back. Thank you. Because uh, <laughs> the game was still going on. But the momentum that she was in while she was trying to make her comeback was taken away. I think we, I, I can at least agree with that. Then I didn't watch the match. This is for me just looking from a competitive standpoint outside looking in. But I think that even after that, she was beat. One hundred percent. She was beat. One hundred percent. And 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 look, man, I'm gonna be the first one to admit when I'm watching sports and I'm rooting for my person and some shit like that happens, I don't wanna hear it. <laughs> like, I don't wanna hear it because especially I mean, dude, I'm mad Aaron Rodgers came back in that Bears game. Oh, yeah. I wish that nigga would have snapped his knee in half. <laughs> but uh but he beat us. <laughs> he beat us, and I think, and I, yeah, I can't, I can't take away. I personally don't like asterisks in sports for this reason because I think we put them on too much. Like for instance, the LeBron uh, when when the Warriors won the first championship. Uh, well, Kyrie Irving wasn't playing, so asterisks. Or when LeBron won uh, the championship against the Warriors, Warriors. Well, Draymond Green missed exactly. that game. Asterisk. I mean, like. These dudes still got to go out and play the game, man. Exactly and there's right. no guarantee that without all those parameters that it wouldn't have happened yeah. anyway. I mean, people have used that same argument against Kobe, right? That Kobe played against a Magic team that wasn't acclimated with Jameer Nelson being back on the roster. So asterisk, right? But we don't allow those to when, it's, when it comes to our favorite players. 
But when our favorite players attacked, for example, Serena Williams, who we can all agree was the crown jewel that entire series, there wasn't a moment that anyone in that series who was in the audience was going against Serena Williams, that they rooted for her. And I think what is disgusting and trash about how Serena Williams fans acted, that they robbed Naomi Osaka of a moment that she absolutely fucking deserved. Fuck that. They booed her. That's, Fuck that. They, they were not They were 150% not booing her. It doesn't matter. If so, you're sitting there about to accept your trophy, if you're sitting there and you're about no. to accept your trophy and they're booing, that she was crying. The 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 woman was crying. You can't sit here I mean, and say that I just her like moment wasn't that, taken away. Do you, do you know who you're not blaming at all right now? The ump. The ump. The ump didn't boo. That's no 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 the no, no, didn't no. Boo. But I, you okay, do realize but they were can't... not they were not booing Naomi. But it doesn't they matter. were booing the situation. So, but they Naomi cried booing... though, right? Yes, Naomi cried. Okay, she is a woman. So... She's allowed to have feelings. No one's saying she's not. But then you're not you're you not taking so responsibility. Wrong right now. You're you are not taking so responsibility for who right booed. Now. That's so crazy that you're going to defend them for booing. I'm defending them for because they weren't booing Naomi. But she was you're the one who was hurt. Her moment. Her moment was taken away. Her moment was taken away by a man. That's not that man did not boo. He did not boo. You can walk but he away and say the booing. no. Look in sports when a team loses, right? Even when the Warriors lost, you the Cavaliers so didn't wrong. boo. I mean, the Cavalier fans didn't boo during the Warriors trophy ceremony. They were just like, "Fuck it, we lost this series. We lost this series." They were good fans and they did not boo. Mm-hmm. When your team loses, Jaquise, you even said it yourself. Aaron Rodgers beat us. It's over. He beat us. You're not going here being like, well, fuck that you're and all compl- this stuff. But you're, you're sitting here and you're saying wrong. that they were 100% correct in booing? They were not booing Naomi. That was her moment. That was her moment. You cannot change that. They weren't. They didn't go and say, boo that ref. They booed w- during her moment. Yeah. I mean. I think that you're seeing this from a very hetero male perspective. I'm not, I'm not saying that that and ref was correct. At what point did I say that ref was correct? I said those fans booed during Naomi's moment. You were basically eliminating him from this conversation, which no, is No, I'm not. You are. You are. That ref was incorrect. He shouldn't have made that call. Are you happy now? Bet. But guess what's still true? Those fans yes. should not have booed they during should. Naomi's moment. I agree they shouldn't have booed. But listen, what I, I, get, I get what both people are saying. Let me mediate this. As a person who doesn't watch tennis, let me mediate this. That's okay. You yeah, because agree. she's willing uh, to sacrifice a young woman's moment for one of someone that she's Serena's a fan of. Serena's willing to sacrifice. No, you are. You're willing to be like no, it's okay that they booed because they're booing this man, but they didn't attack that man. No, they attacked I'm saying, Naomi. I'm saying it is unfair to put blame on fans for something that a man did. They booed. Okay, like that's like here's what's crazy. But this is something they my mom. This is something that my Justin. mom used they to tell booing, me. They were booing that this two is, women had something taken away from them. Two women is, had something taken away from them. They made the choice to boo. Okay, like this is something that my mom used to tell me all the time. I would five hundred percent booed. No matter what. No matter. Well, that's trash. I would think that that's trash if you would do that. Five hundred percent booed. Then, then that makes you a trash fan. I'm apologize, but that's truly what it is. And it's because my mom used to say this to me all the time. No matter what something does. No matter what someone does to you. No matter what. You're in charge of your response. I just don't think you would no have... No matter the, what someone does to you, you're in charge of your response. I just don't response. think you would have the same sort of reaction if it was two men. Yes, I would have. I just I 100% would. would have. I think I we would have called fans out. I, I, I would have called have. fans out for... I, I think... But I, I also think, don't think any of this would have happened if Serena was a man. I called Laker fans... No one's disagreeing with that. I that is No one's that. disagreeing with I, that. Personally, we haven't You're touched on the referee goal, yet. Thank you. You're moving um, the goalpost in this very conversation right now. Like, I think we haven't touched on the referee yet. And, the, um, and I think... Umpire. 
umpire, whatever the fuck that dude was called. Uh, Asshole. And and listen, I I think that I do think this. I if we want to just kind of sprinkle in that conversation. I do think it's the issue of gender inequality. 100%. I do think it's the issue of racial inequality. 100%. Uh, but if we are putting it in the realm of sport, this ain't new. <laughs> referees 100%. make referees fuck teams and individuals all the time. They make bad calls uh, all the time. Th- this does happen, unfortunately. And I think what I think what the I think what the thing is that we are forgetting or more probably what Edgar is trying to say, is that in all of this conversation, the one thing we are not focusing on is the person who won the game. Thank you. That's exactly and what I'm fucking that's saying. unfortunate. That is trash. Because, she, because it wasn't like she was in the finals, so she worked her ass off to get there. But that's um, not what I'm saying at all. I'm saying... But you're, you're still but erasing I'm, her no, from this I'm conversation. Yes, you are. I'm 100% not erasing her. I'm saying... That you're putting the blame on the wrong on the wrong group. I'm no, not. I mean the blame the blame could go around. The to be there's honest, there's plenty there's plenty uh, of blame to go around. The blame can go around, plenty. and and I think even Serena when she said, "Hey fans, stop booing." Yes, uh, one of the classiest things ever. And she took classy. accountability as well. Even Serena herself said, "I wish that the fans hadn't have done that." It's very classy, but I think that moment just takes away from something that could have been celebrated as well. Which is this person who's a 20 year old who literally just beat the greatest of all time. Period. Uh, one of the greatest athletes and of all dominated time. Dominated that game. Uh, Ver- uh, Venus, uh, Serena Williams is more dominant in her sport than Michael Jordan ever was. Yeah. Uh, 100%. And this person just beat her. She is and, one of the greatest athletes of all time. And unfortunately, because of that situation with the referee, we are not talking about her. And I think that from a fan's perspective, fine, boo. Boo all you want. But when it comes time to actually celebrate the person who actually went out there and did the work and won, I think we can sit on our hands a little bit. Thank you. And we could just say, let's let her have her moment. And then and then we can voice as much as we but we we didn't let her have her moment. No. And for whatever reason, and that was because of the referee, but we didn't let her have her moment. But, but, and that's but, unfortunate. But they weren't booing when it was Naomi's turn. <laughs> no one no one no one cares. She still has that memory in her mind forever. A moment of hers that was supposed to be nothing but glorious and happy, like you said earlier. Why are you blaming the fans instead of blaming the person that's wrong? The ump, the ump gets it too. Guess what? I can blame the ump and the fans. Yeah, but why are you mad it's that a, the ump? It's not a dichotomous that the fan, situation. That the fans were booing when they tried to interview Serena. Why are you mad about that? Because that was awful. It ruined Naomi's moment. Do you understand? Like the, the way you even said it right now. But you're not you seeing cause you and even, effect here. You weren't even. I literally just said I blame everyone. It's not a dichotomous situation. Yeah, but why? It's I, not I a mean, dichotomous situation. I I mean, if you were unfairly take like if something was unfairly taken from you, I would boo. I would boo great, for you. Great, great. But if I lost fair and square, but you, but she did not lose yes, fair and square. Yes, she did. That's the problem. Yes, she no, did. No, 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 no. Everyone in tennis is saying it. No, she. I did know not. that you think that she could have won that game, but she wasn't going to. I win. said she had a 
very, and I said she had a very, very, she very, was not very, going, very small chance. And that's where we fundamentally disagree, is that you think that she could have won that game. And I she do. was not going to. I do. I think she had a chance that was taken You've from her. You even said a very, very, very small yeah. chance. So you think that that's worth and, taking. And again, Naomi Osaka works so hard. And Naomi Osaka has nothing but love for Serena. In fact, when they asked Naomi, do you have any words for Serena? Because a lot of people during that tournament were talking she shit said, to I Serena. All she said was, I love you. That's it. Nobody's taking that away from her. <laughs> no one's even talking about her. Nobody's if you go on ESPN her. right now, they're just talking about Serena. They're just talking about this umpire. I don't think that's fucking fair for you to work that hard in your whole life and have yeah, that moment robbed from so they're you. They're talking about it because 10 seconds after it happened, there were headlines like, mother of all meltdown. Hysterical. I they're talking about the sexism within it. I think that's very sexist but, and But awful. I feel like her winning and Serena being treated in a sexist way are two separate situations. It still robbed just because, one opportunity. Just because it happened at the same time doesn't mean that they're not two things that need to be discussed. They're just being discussed differently. Well, here's what you can understand. Here, well, Serena well, Williams will have another moment like that. And then we like, you know, like again, there'll be more opportunities to discuss that. Naomi Osaka only gets one winning her first U S open ceremony. Yeah, she only she, gets one. She does. And, and that was taken from her by, by the ump. By the ump and also by fans who decided to boo in that moment. That's not correct. That is not class. It's the same thing that I said about uh, uh, when Warriors fans were blaming injustice. It doesn't make it right. There's a right time, right place. I don't care. I don't think you could really understand this as a man. Like, I honestly yeah, don't I don't understand could. injustice at all. No, I don't think you could understand what... Keep that Seren white feminism to yourself. Truthfully. I don't think you can understand what Serena went through on that court. That I, I, I mean, I, I, we can't because we aren't professional athletes who have been in that situation. But I think just as fans who watch sports, this, this has been seen quite a bit. Uh, and no one is sports. saying that what happened to her wasn't sexist. Stop moving the goalposts. Yeah, I, it was sexist. That doesn't make the fans booing okay. I think we. I think you just said something, Sophie, that kind of puts it in perspective that these are two separate issues, right? So if we say that, those are, these are two separate issues, and we can be upset with both, then the issue of the fans basically raining on the parade, no matter what they were doing it for, yes. is something that needs to be called out. 100%. And the reason that it happened is also something that needs to be calmed down. Now, if we're going to marry the two, then we can marry them. But if they are going to be two separate issues, then I think we could talk about them separately. And if we want to talk about the moment uh, being taken away from her. If we want to talk about the fact that nobody's talking about the person who won this match, I think that is a fair conversation to have solely because this person also worked hard. Yes. This person also worked and this person deserved her moment. And this person is also and, a woman. She's also a she's black woman. A black and Japanese woman. So I think that it's um, the whole situation is unfortunate and with the genesis I get what you're saying and you're not wrong the genesis of this situation is the the way this umpire handled the situation of being the thin-skinned bitch where he couldn't take a woman saying to him he couldn't take a black woman saying to him you stole a point from me you're a thief you yes. owe me an apology he couldn't take that no. and then uh, this domino effect from that happened after that but I think we also are not giving Asuka her due for actually beating and winning the game. And a game and that she was always going to win. Anyone who, like, I'm telling you, everyone said I don't it. know that. I, 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 don't, I didn't watch it, so I don't know it. So I can't speak to that. 
Uh, I'll defer to you, you guys on that. Do you disagree with that statement, Nick? I, I do, yeah. yeah. Why do you disagree with that because, statement? Because ten- it so ha- often happens in tennis matches that the men- momentum swings and sure. somebody have a really decisive first set, and then but people get in their head. It's a very mental game. Serena was kind of storming back, like she she fucked it up a little bit, but mm-hmm. she was coming back mm-hmm. as soon as the, like this girl's twenty is her first big moment. Sure, she thinks, oh god, I'm gonna blow it, and that that happens all the time in tennis when people say like, so then- oh shit, I'm blowing it. They get in their head, they start fucking up. And the other person wins. So then I ask you this. Is there a chance that you just said that uh, tennis in and of itself is a mental game? That Serena herself was also getting upset and that Serena herself was also feeling that pressure of being like, holy shit, totally, I'm losing yeah, this person? Very much. So the, Serena's the done that her whole has, life. And Oakham's razor has to cut both ways, correct? Correct. But Serena has okay. is was going on her 25th, 24th major. So she has she sure. has had comebacks before. She has overcome mm. pressure before. 100%. It's, it's frequent also in tennis for young players to to, to get fold. close to winning, really close, and I then agree. be like, oh shit, and get vertigo and, and mess also, it up. Also, Ser- Serena's a player that also plays well when she's mad and plays well right. under that kind of pressure and has shown that as a pattern, sure. which is what I've been trying. No one, has disagreed. One. no one has disagreed with that. I think it was going to three sets. Me too. I think Serena was going to win that set, 6-4 mm-hmm. or something, mm-hmm. or 7-5, mm-hmm. and then there was going to be a, a serious, great battle in the third set that maybe Osaka probably was going to win, but it was going to be close. That's what I think would have happened Which if, if nothing exactly else. Happened. But at I this said. point, that's nothing but speculation, correct? Right. Sure, but you're saying yeah. more less I speculatively. Do, I personally believe definitively Osaka was going to win that. No the whole time. way that she would right. have won it. But, but you also like, have said numerous times that anybody who watches tennis would agree with you. I think that most analysts have said that on ESPN, on uh, the U.S. Open itself, have said that Osaka was going to win that. But you have two of the four and people listening to this podcast that are disagreeing. Well, next with time you. you're an ESPN analyst, you can let me know. But I'm telling you what they said. So, that was going to go three sets. That was looking like here's what I match. here's what I'm wondering. Here's <laughs> right. what I'm wondering. Here's what I'm wondering. Regardless, in all right. So, like I said, I don't watch tennis, so I'm deferring. I mm-hmm. don't know. I didn't watch the match. I do know Serena has been known for comebacks, but I wasn't watching the match, so I can't say. Well, Oscar would have won, blah blah blah. But here's what here's a question that I ask in this situation. Even okay, so if are are we justifying taking her moment away because Serena could have won? Yes, that is exactly what. And doing. I still don't know if that makes it right. No, I don't it know if that makes it right because. And and I'm trying to I'm trying to approach this as a fan who has probably also done this. I know I've done it. Uh, where a referee makes a call and I'm steaming because my team lost, uh, or umpire makes a call and I'm mad because my team lost. And I was like, well, if they would have made that call, we would have won. But I mean, like here here's what I equated to: if the Cubs would have lost the World Series in 2016 against the Indians, right? And and everybody knows I, there is no team that I love more than the Chicago Cubs. If the Cubs would have won, uh, if the e- Indians would have won that World Series, and while the Cleveland Indians were celebrating on the field, you have Cub fan, and I'm not this. This is not as equative as what happened, but you have Cub fans throwing shit on the field, booing during the ceremony, and stuff like. I wouldn't have liked that. I wouldn't have liked that at all. No matter, even if it was for an ump or anything like that. Maybe I like. I think once I took a step back, I was like, "That's bullshit." Like, yeah, we lost. I'm mad we lost. I'm gonna say for the end of time that we should have won that. 
But, like, let that team have their fucking moment because they did also just win. And I think that is the thing that I'm most disappointed about. Not That's a lie. That's not the thing I'm most disappointed about. I'm most disappointed about, about what set off the domino effect. But the thing that I am disappointed about as well is that because of this domino effect that we are not talking about the person who won the match. And I think that's unfortunate. Now because we need to go to break soon, because we've been talking about this for 30 minutes. When we come back, I do want to talk about how upset it makes me that no great, I can't remember, and Edgar, you may have a different, uh, you may have more insight on this than I can think of. I can't think of any great that has had to deal with something like Serena had to deal with in the moment where that situation was going on. Um, I don't know. I'm trying to think. I don't know if there is one. So when we come back, we can talk about that. We'll be back, guys. Uh, We're going to go hug it out real quick. We'll be back. Welcome back to Culture Kings, guys, where we have sports conversations and the motherfucking shit gets heated. Uh, we're talking about the Serena shit. That pissed me off. The like the call was inappropriate. The call, the call was, was unnecessary. The call, the call was unnecessary. Was purely ego driven. And 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 I think which, that which there were three. All I think of them. I th- yeah. no no when she when she broke her racket that's her fault. No, but like you said, we have to talk about dominoes, right? We have to talk about cause and effect. And Nick might be able to tell me this because I still don't know for sure. And Nick, you might be able to tell us this. Did she know she was given the first penalty for for coaching, which also it didn't, didn't seem like it. Yeah, so it the first, like she, that yeah. was, she she didn't know that that was an official code violation. Yeah, which then that and that's when you get the building like three strikes thing that starts to happen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so the first penalty she got was because her coach was coaching and and she didn't his, know, right? Which she didn't know. She she when she was talking to them, she was like, "We don't even have hand signals. Like mm-hmm. this is not a thing." And then when they interviewed him after the match, he's like, "Yeah, all coaches coach. It's it's a like." And so so another thing that's stupid is that rule. Yeah, of which, course. Which all of us can agree on. Of course, I don't know the rule, so the I, rule is stupid. It's a stupid rule it's that you can't dumb. be coached mid uh, uh, whatever. Mid match. That's, the only, that's yeah. the only sport that that existed. <laughs> that existed. <laughs> and um, and 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 to to her coach's point, um. Naomi's coach Sasha was coaching the entire match, mm-hmm. and so, and so, if you're lo- historically, if you're looking at Serena Williams, she, the only other time I've seen her get that heated was during a U.S. Open match like that. Yeah, and so she just has, it just, and so she, so Here's, I could understand like the like you said the domino effect. Yeah, here's the thing so, though, I'm so upsetting. I and and I want to take this a step further too because I mean obviously obviously this isn't something that we have to dive into. Obviously, men get treated differently. One hundred percent. Um, that's an. Ob- I mean, John McEnroe used to fucking throw chairs uh, on the fucking tennis court. So, like, I mean, but there is a notion to this that makes me upset. That one, athletes, and then two, women athletes are not allowed to show emotion. It's like, bullshit. like I said, this is the fucking you. This is a championship round. Yeah. So, and then, uh, and then, and then you allow more rope for the man than you do the woman, which is also a shitty thing. But man, as an umpire in that moment, 
we watch sports, right? We watch basketball. We know that if it's a game seven of the NBA finals, sure. those referees are gonna they are don't gonna give more rope. Whistle. Yeah, don't blow. They're your gonna whistle. give rope. Yeah, they you swallow. Have to. You swallow your whistle. You have to. Which is why the Draymond Green call was so controversial. Which is why it was so controversial. So for this dude to be such a thin skinned ass person, where you can't take some shit that I'm pretty sure your wife has said worse shit to you, mm. or your kids have said worse shit to you. You're a thief. You stole a point from me. If your dick is so shriveled up in your body that you can't take that without giving a game point, I don't know what the error was or the penalty was, but is it there were a two game? Penalties. Hey, it's so crazy to me in the world of sport. Now, here's the thing: tennis, golf, especially, are white rich people sports. One hundred percent. So. They and it and they pride themselves on a certain decorum, mm-hmm. right? Uh, for instance, let's go to golf. I know we all talk about Tiger and we blah 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 blah, but what a lot of people don't know when Tiger was winning those majors, there were a lot of people who thought he was disrespecting the game because course, he, would, he was he would be screaming, oh Tiger, pump. Yeah, and fist, fist pump, pump yeah. and all that shit. Uh, now Tiger is a black. I mean, he's mixed, but he was he's a, a person man. of color. He's a black. I'll right? give it to him. He's a black. He's man. a black man. He's a person of color. You got Serena Williams and Venus Williams, who John McEnroy, when he or McElroy, however you say his name, uh, when he would do all that shit, it became fun. It was like, oh, this is cool. Like, yeah, this isn't decorum, but this is for you. He's still getting. And commercials he's still, with that behavior which yeah. is so upsetting because it's for him like so this sport is for you so even though you're not acting in the decorum it's for you 100%. you take you put Serena in this or Tiger or something like that not only is this sport not for you you are acting in a way that we deem you is not appropriate so you have a double side you have a double sized sword on this where they are basically saying to these people that you can't act human in this situation it's not for you and since it's not for you you can't act the way that you would act in any other situation because this ain't for you man and i want to be i want to make something so clear i believe that there is plenty of blame to go around i believe that none of it belongs to serena williams why because she acted the way that any athlete would act in that situation any single athlete in that situation would get upset i get that upset in pickup basketball games which mean Absolutely nothing but me getting a back spasm at the end of it. Yeah. But I I think that that ref is uncomfortable with a woman acting out, or not even acting out, I apologize for even saying that, for a woman responding to a choice of his. Mm-hmm. I think that he is threatened by that, and I think, like you said, he's a thin-skinned bitch. And the same thing happens to Odell Beckham Jr. in uh, uh, the NFL, right? He made this tape of him and Tom Brady doing the same exact thing, mm-hmm. getting upset and hitting that... Uh, little soccer net that football players keep by their bench for whatever reason. Uh, and both him and Tom Brady knocked it over after a play. Mm-hmm. And he played the ESPN response afterwards. ESPN for uh, Tom Brady, look at that leadership. Yep. Look at how passionate he is. Fiery. Odell Beckham Jr., look at how irresponsible. Look at that thuggish behavior. Yep. And I think that the same thing, actually, the same thing doesn't apply to Serena Williams. It applies even more so. Because her reactions are far more tame than that. Mm-hmm. Far more tame. She's mm-hmm. not... 
I mean, she broke the she racket. She was asking for an apology. That's it. She and broke a racket. Who gives a the shit? The most she did was point a finger, which I'm sure my island father would destroy me for doing so. But that truly isn't anything. Oh, yeah. You don't point big... in black households. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Serena's you father point. was like, what? <laughs> yeah. Also, he accused her of cheating. And that is, and he, and I believe the same ref or umpire, I apologize, did the same thing to Venus earlier in the tournament. Yeah. So there is a pattern of this this behavior. And which from is why him. I say, and like... abusive, and just total abuse of power. Of course. And which is why I was saying earlier, I can't think of any other great who has, in the middle of their match, Endured been accused so of, much. oh, you're cheating. That's ridiculous. That's crazy. Though. That's ridiculous. I mean, nothing like this has ever happened in the history of tennis in no. this situation. And it's really sad because, like Edgar said, this moment was taken from Naomi and Serena has endured another form of sexism. And I mean, and we're just talking about within the last month. Because and I, and her I, uh her bodysuit thing fucking yeah. makes my blood boil. That made me bad. And 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 I and and listen, man. And another and I another to... tennis player was fined for changing her shirt. Yeah. yeah. It's yeah. like, that's are ridiculous. you kidding me? I want to be clear with this because I know this is and D. Ray McKesson has been posting about this a lot today, and a couple other people have been posting about this a lot. That this is a gender issue. 100%. It's a gender and but race But it's a issue. racial issue. But uh, only uh, so that it's a black woman issue. This is a black woman issue. Yes. And like that picture that that Australian cartoon has made today. Which was disgusting. Which is disgusting. Because uh, she did you throw notice, a tantrum. Did you notice how they made uh, uh, Naomi Asuka? Is that her name, Naomi Asuka? Osaka. 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 Naomi Osaka. Did you notice how they made her almost white? And that's why I, this is um, one of my big points is, Jaquise, is I think that in this conversation, what we don't realize is not only are we erasing Naomi Osaka, mm-hmm. but I think we're also erasing her blackness. Mm-hmm. Not a lot of people talk about the fact that she's yeah, half she's Asian. she's Japanese. They always say she's Japanese. Yeah. They always say, oh, she's Japanese. Mm-hmm. There are, and that's why I get very defensive and heated about it. And I apologize, Sophie, if I came at you in a certain way. But no, I, no, no. I do truly believe that there is an erasure of a Naomi Osaka's heritage going on in how she's talked about. And how this is. And I want people to be aware of how us being heated about Serena is also being manipulated into that argument. Yeah. Yeah. And it's. I didn't even. I knew. I, I did not know she was Haitian. Her father is a Haitian. I, didn't, man. I, I mean, I, I mean, you can look at her until she mixed. I knew yeah. she was mixed, but I did not know she was <laughs> like, Haitian until oh. Edgar said it. And so, you know, I, maybe, it, maybe, maybe, you know, listening to Edgar's arguments, I can, I can admit that you are right that things are being taken away from me if I didn't even know she was Haitian. No, people just only talk about the fact that she's Japanese. They only talk about that she's Japanese. You're 100% ru- right. And there are certain rules that apply to that. I mean, one, I don't think I could be wrong. I have a Haitian brother who always has hit me up with the Haitian facts. Thank you for that Louisiana Purchase fact. That was very, very dope. <laughs> but uh, I don't think that Haiti has a, uh, a national tennis team. And I know that Japan in and of itself not only requires that you pick one, but you have to denounce the other two by the age of 22. That's crazy. Like, so she has to denounce both her Haitian and U.S. citizenship by the age of 22 if she wants to remain on Team Japan. So those things play into it as well. Yeah, they play into it. Yeah, man, the the whole situation sucked just from a, a, a fan perspective. It sucked from a... The work we're trying to do in our society perspective, it were it sucked from an appreciation of greatness perspective that it sucked that uh, like Naomi had to, will be it back. sucked that Naomi even felt like she had to apologize for winning. Oh, she didn't, that huh. she didn't have to apologize for winning, which is which is a thing that women do. We apologize to to fix situations. It's just it's what we do. But she 
She won. And she won, and you should never have to apologize for winning. And that, to me, is what broke my heart most about the entire situation. Now, I know, again, I am very biased taking Naomi's side, but when I watched her apologize it was for so winning, I yeah. came, I, I, I'd be lying if I said I didn't come here with an agenda to talk about that, because I was like, that fucking pissed me off. Oh, it made me mad. It made, I cried. It is it, it, very I, upsetting, man. I cried watching, I cried watch. I didn't um, cry, I didn't cry when Serena was mad. I didn't cry when Serena was talking. The second I saw Naomi up there crying because she won, and she even said, you know, I I feel bad that the crowd didn't get the outcome that they they wanted. Like that's And those are things that she shouldn't care about. No, but it's still it's so those fucked are, up. I mean, yeah, it is fucked up, but those are things that they shouldn't care about. Which is why I think, you know, even earlier we were saying that the crowd has a responsibility to not put that on the fucking player. And that's all I'm saying. Is um, I don't think that the fans are incorrect in their anger. I think they picked the worst time to express it. Because now you put... Cause when now, would you, you have now, liked them to express it? On Twitter after the match. Yeah, yeah but, but, but it's different when you're there in the moment. I, I completely understand that. But and as someone who has, like, you know, won yeah. a trophy, like, in the terms of, like, when I beat... My brother for most outstanding player in the basketball tournament, which was one of the greatest accomplishments of my life. That moment was all mine. And he, no one could take that away from me. And the only way it could have been taken away, or actually I'll even give a better example. There was a team that we played for, uh, my church went to a tournament every year mm-hmm. uh, for sports. Mm-hmm. And there was a team that we played where I tell you that it was nasty the entire time. Where like, we were almost about to fight each other. We were about to rip each other's hearts out. Like... Uh, at one point, one of the players grabbed my friend Rufus by the neck and slammed him to the ground, and one of the dads from our church had to come onto the court and start a fight and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. But when we won that ring, all their fans cheered for, or not even a ring, it's a trophy. When we won that trophy, all their fans cheered for us. All their fans gave us that moment mm-hmm. because they were just like, look, no matter what, we feel like y'all were kind of chippy, y'all were kind of dirty, or we felt that they were kind of dirty too, but when they won, they won. Same thing happened when I lost to my brother. Well, like, you know, eventually my coach made me sit there and watch my brother win because yeah. he's just like, because we went to rival schools. He's like, look, you lost. Don't be whack and like throw a tantrum and stuff. Sit here and watch your brother fucking win. Mm-hmm. Like, that's how use the it game for motivation. goes. Yeah. I mean, I didn't use it for motivation. It was my senior year. Uh, uh, okay. <laughs> uh, use it for life motivation. Exactly. Being like, you lost and accept that. I think that the fans could have. I understand who they were booing, yeah. but it's not well, who received it. Here, here's the thing, too. <laughs> let's, let's be real here, okay? Let's not act like that crowd was full of woke-ass people. No. Uh, that crowd wasn't booing no gender inequality. No. Like, let's get the fuck <laughs> they, out of here. <laughs> they weren't booing, no. Like, they, it, I mean, definitely. they were booing the fact that Serena lost. And I believe that Sophie and, was booing gender equality. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I believe that Sophie yeah. cared about that issue. But and I'm not saying every fan that was sitting in that stand, no. but the majority of the fans were booing because they were booing that Serena lost and how it went down and blah, 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 blah. They weren't thinking the next step forward, which was this... It, the domino effect started from this dude not allowing this woman to show the same passion that a man shows on the court. Uh, so I think, too, that we also need to make sure we put that in his box, that it, the majority of that crowd was not looking at this in the moment the same way that we are looking at this now. No. not Even even when they went home, they probably was like went back and was like, you know what, that was fucked up. But in the heat of a moment, as fans, like that you aren't thinking of 
social justice. <laughs> You're just not. I'm not. Like, I'm not sure because I don't. Because if you, I'm not. I'm not 100 percent sure. I'm not 100 percent sure that okay. you guys are right on this one. Because I think we are. I mean, sure, but I, you. But if you could hear, mm-hmm. like we heard Serena talking to the ump on yeah. TV. 100. Yes. Would you? Would you be? Upset? Can you hear that? Can you hear that in the crowd? What? Yeah, no, no, no. They're mic. I mean, that's why. That's why the fans. And again, that's why the fans were so heated up is because they could hear. I mean, they cheered when Serena called him a thief. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they could hear all of it. Mm -hmm. They were on board the entire time. Mm -hmm. Um, And again, I don't think that Serena was incorrect in that response. You think they were? I don't think. So you don't think that's why they were booing? No. I think think that they were booing. I think that they were booing at the call. I don't think I think what Jaquise was saying was that there wasn't any of them being like, Man, this is a systematic issue. We gotta yeah. deal with this. Yeah. I think I that's what Jaquise is saying. I don't think that's what the booing was. I think for. that they were they were upset about the call. I agree with Jaquise on that. They were of course they were upset about the call. In the same way that when Warriors fans or when Ayesha Curry tweeted in the heat of the moment, man, this thing is rigged and uh, all this stuff, like when she was talking about Steph Curry getting fouled out and of mm-hmm. course Jeremy Green being suspended, in the heat of the moment, she was she wasn't saying um, you know what? The NBA does prefer LeBron James over Steph Curry winning because LeBron James dominates, uh, 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 generates more cash mm-hmm. and is a more favorable player and stuff like that. In the heat of the moment, she was just upset yeah. that her husband had just been. I think in the heat of the right, game. But, I think in the heat of the moment, as think, fans, people but, don't aren't that. I, I think that's what Jaquise is arguing. I I completely understand your argument, but if you have followed Serena, specifically as of this year. You you are fighting for that. You are booing 100% for that. And I think that a lot of the fans in that audience were there because they were diehard Serena fans and that And they were mad seen, she lost. And but they were mad she lost. <laughs> one, but they were mad at the way she lost yeah. and the way she's been treated throughout her career. Jaquise isn't disagreeing. I'm not with disagreeing any with that, that at all. Yeah, but, don't Jaquise, you, but you but think Jaquise they were saying, booing because she lost, or do you think they're booing because I think that no matter what, they would have booed at some point. I don't think that they were booing because a black woman was mistreated fairly. That's and I think I, mean. I agree with Jaquise 100%. I mean, optimistically, that. that's what I'm hoping. Uh, but I would tell you that that optimism is. I don't think. I, 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 mean, like I, said, I mean, I was at home booing. Yeah. Right. I was ups- I'm still upset. But do you understand that you probably have more black people in your life than most of those people who could afford right. tickets to the U.S. Open have? Right. I, and that I you have talk the, about I, race I, more often than. Right. I have the privilege of being in this room multiple times per week. And then, um, I mean, and back to class and then, of course, like, you know, with Lacey and all that stuff. But I think that those people at the U.S. Open don't give a fuck about. And know, the And the way I grew up, I mean, like. Yeah, but I don't I've, think that the people at the U.S. Open give a fuck about. Black people, um, and and if they do, I think in that moment, like that's a, that's a go home issue. Mm-hmm. That's I, not a that's not a in the heat of the moment right after issue. I, no. I I don't think I don't think I just I've been in too many goddamn crowds, man. I've been in and 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 it, the shit that fans the being a fan transforms you. It's like being behind a wheel of a car, uh, where you're a different person. And I think that I mean I would even describe it as it's kind of like being on a bus where like sometimes you're not even driving because there are things that I've done in stadiums that I'm just like man if I was sitting at home I would not right. I would not have danced when the camera turned on me mm. and this dumbass Call Me Maybe song is playing why am I doing this dance at the fucking Giants right. game but yeah. if I feel like if I'm as comfortable at home to be as outraged as I was that if I was there I would be like 
times 20. But, you, I, but I, we understand what I, you're I saying. I get that, which is why I say not everybody in that crowd. I was saying most people in that crowd. And yes. I think what I'm saying is in the heat of the moment, the booze weren't – like everybody didn't sit down and process and be like, this was a gender inequality, racial inequality. This is what I'm booing for. They were booing for the sport. They were booing for a trash thing happened and it cost Serena this game. I think when they take it a step further, then they can probably boo for that. But yeah. I think in that moment, they were booing because the person they wanted to win did not win because they felt like it was taken from her. Which it, which we can argue to we're blue in the face that maybe it was taken from her. But I think when we the thing that we are arguing in this room is that it was that whole situation stemmed from a gender and racial inequality 100%. issue. And I'm and the reason I'm saying that the people in the stands probably weren't booing for that is because they were in the moment of watching a finals competition, and I just don't I I I can't see that that is what the majority of those people who were booing. So you're saying you think they were booing out of shock and not booing out of uh, an out analysis. Of- yeah, not booing yes. out of like a care of the situation on a deeper level. Yes, um, I, same- I believe that. I, now, look, that's just my opinion. That's I mean, I'm that's happy fair. to be wrong that's, on that. That's completely fair and could possibly be true. But here's why I'm inclined to agree with you. Agree with you. It's the same way I feel about Nike, and I know a lot of people aren't going to like this, but I don't think Nike gives a fuck about racial inclusivity. I don't think Nike gives a fuck about diversity. I don't think Nike gives a fuck about what Colin Kaepernick is preaching. What did um, I think they care about? What did the what's the guys from Shark Shark Tank Damon Damon John is that Damon his name? Jo- uh, well, you would know better than I. Damon John, he said something very similar to what you just said. He said, "I don't think that um, Nike was seeing um, anything but green." Yeah, of course not. And I think that it's the same way where, like, you know, I think what Jaquise is saying is like the person that they picked to win didn't win, and that's what they initially were responding to and were very upset about. In the same way that, you know... And the way it went down was upsetting. And how many of those fans are right now out here trying to, like, talk about this fucking Australian cartoonist who... Not enough. Now, I would say I agree with you, not enough. Not enough. How many of these fans are out here, you know, talking about the fact that everyone said that she had a meltdown? And that's why I started watching. I was just like... Or I started, like, going on a deep dive is because, like, I was like, a meltdown. I looked for that meltdown. I never the, found it. The mother of all meltdowns. No, it's... Fuck that. I mean, just yeah. watch Draymond Green after a traveling violation call. <laughs> I'm about to go watch that on YouTube. <laughs> as soon as we come back from break. All right. Well, we've spent an entire episode talking about tennis. <laughs> you sound upset. <laughs> Why are you having a meltdown? No, right I'm now? having a meltdown. <laughs> are you also having a mother of all meltdowns? I'm having a mother of all meltdown. How you, dare we talk about tennis hyster- for 50 minutes? Are you hysterical right now? I am. Did you just show emotion? Mm-hmm. Are you are you are you, are are you cheating us right now by only talking about tennis? I'm cheating the That's world. That's a penalty. That's a penalty, Jagis. See. Oh, he said C. That's the second that's penalty. That's the second penalty, penalty. You guys are not being fair. That is a third, third penalty. penalty. <laughs> <laughs> now, Edgar and I are now on the same team, and, yeah, it's, and it's wonderful. We are. I just want everyone to just talk about how a Haitian woman is the best tennis player in the world. 
She crushed. Shout out, shout out to she her. Crushed the, she crushed. Okay, Let's end this. And she crushed the entire tournament. The entire and tournament. she's going to crush for so many years. She is the future of tennis. Yes. She's amazing. So, yeah, Period. Let's, Underline. Let's, let's, end, let's end this by saying congratulations to her. Congratulations, well Naomi. You deserve that shit. You're amazing. I can't wait to watch you for like 25 more years. You made me want to watch tennis now, except Americans kind of made me not want to watch it, but I'm going to watch it for you. Um, Mac Miller died. Yes. We got to touch on that just real quick. Well, we don't have to, but <laughs> please like... don't say let's touch on that real quick. Uh, All right, yeah, we got a minute on the clock. All right, let's talk got, about Mac Miller real quick. We got about quick. a minute on the clock. Let's touch on Mac Miller. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's sad, man. I, I, I'm not going to sit up here and pretend like I listened to a whole bunch of Mac Miller music. I did not. Um, I He had a show on uh, MTV f- uh, at one point that I was like, this is not for me because it's just a different generation. Mm. Um, but for some reason, man, this was a sad one because I think I don't know why it was a sad one. It was I mean, just he was so young. He, he was, was so young. I think he had what, so much that was about to happen. Yeah, I think what I think what makes it sad is like we're at the point where like we're starting to see the unfortunate point of. Man, I really wish that these young kids would not have their lives ripped away from them uh, for whatever reason. Well, And it's just so sad to see people who are young. It's sad to see people die in general. But it's so sad to see these young people. Twenty six. Nah, if you sixty are over and you die, I don't care. I don't mean, text me. Don't email <laughs> me. I give no fucks. Uh, I texted Edgar about Aretha, and he was like, "She's how old is she? <laughs> Seventy six. Oh damn, I give no fucks. Why? <laughs> <laughs> I think what it is is we need to start talking about the sicknesses. Uh, addiction is a sickness. It's an illness. Mm-hmm. Uh, depression is an illness. Uh, 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 like it's all a fucking illness and I think this one probably just kind of is driving it home that man like all these kids who are full of life all these people who are full of life and you see the talent in them and because of their sickness which we are so willing to ignore as long as you're entertaining me takes over their lives Mm. Uh, and eventually can end it, mm. and it's fucking sad, man. It's really sad. at least that's my that was my takeaway from it was, you know, I, I I'm caring more about oh yeah Mac Miller's music or you know I don't listen to it that much. Instead, this dude had a problem, and it's not talked about, and that's very sad. It was a sad death. Um. How I felt about it is uh, is complicated for uh, many reasons. Uh, I, I, as well, was not really a Mac Miller fan. I'd only seen him. I've only heard his music once, and it was when I saw him perform live because he started earlier than expected because MF Doom did not show up for uh, his concert at this festival I was at. Uh, <laughs> was he good? You know what? Interestingly enough, he did that Donald Trump song first, and a bunch of white girls were cheering, and I was like, I fucking hate this. But every song he did after that, I was like, yo, this nigga can rap. Like, he's actually pretty good. Mm -hmm. So he did win me over, but I did not continue to listen to his music, even though he fucks with a lot of my favorite artists. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, like, uh, I mean, talking Childish, talking Tyler, Earl Sweatshirt, Vince Staples, Wiz Khalifa at the time, not Wiz Khalifa now, Taylor Gang, Wiz Khalifa, uh, were some of my favorite artists. And, like, 
I, I still never really listened to his music, but his death uh, really put me in my head on Friday because uh, uh, kind of what Chiquisa and I were kind of talking about earlier, talking around, uh, I lost a friend to drugs in a very uh, similar fashion. I think the big difference is that my friends was intentional, but um, when you lose someone that you know has so much promise mm -hmm. and you know has so much potential, um, it, well, that in of itself is one thing, but I think the second thing was so many people that knew him feel so responsible because when you start thinking about it there were so many signs there that he was struggling yeah there were so many like you know i mean he talked about it openly what's crazy is that very day i believe if not the day prior an article came out the vulture in vulture yeah. about how that year preview was like the worst year of his life the, year, the day before that was yeah and like it, 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 I mean, like when I when I saw it happen, I was immediately and I fucking hate this word. I think it's such a stupid word, triggered. Um, but like, it immediately reminded me of that moment in my life when that happened with my friend in 2014. And there are several thoughts that I'm like struggling with in my head right now because I'm thinking about all of it. But mm -hmm. first thing is, if you are one of the people who are blaming Ariana Grande for this, fuck I want you. you to fuck off and die. Like, I mean, and like, I truly mean that in the most vulgar, mean way. In that. To blame her for that is not only hurtful to Ariana Grande, but hurtful to Mac Miller. Because it's this idea that anyone but yourself is responsible for fixing your depression. Mm -hmm. And if we have that kind of behavior, people who are depressed cannot get the help that they need. Because it has to start with you. And this is coming from someone who, if I'm going to be very honest with you guys, I mean, look, September is, I believe, National Suicide Prevention Month. I mean, at least today when we're recording is a National Suicide Prevention Day in and of itself. As someone who has attempted suicide five plus times, it is only on the person who is doing it. And that fight, that struggle, that depression is only on the person who is working hard. Now, that's not to say that you can't get help. Mm -hmm. That's not to say that other people can help you. But the fight has to start with you. You have to be willing to fight it. And I don't know what their relationship was like, but Ariana Grande owes no responsibility to that man. No. Absolutely none. His decisions are his own. Now, again, I'm not talking about it from a, a non-sympathetic place. Again, I have been there. I have struggled very, very heavily. I'm currently on an up kick. Could be on a down kick whenever. That's just how it goes with this thing. But I, that sickens me. Secondly... There are people who are blaming this on drug use and saying, well, you know, that's on hip-hop for having so many drugs in it, all that stuff. You don't understand the kind of pain that comes with this thing. It is a nasty, nasty beast that affects your thoughts from Genesis. And what I mean by that is you don't even think the same. In which, when you look into the mirror, you don't see yourself. You see a depraved person. You see an ugly person. You see a person who is not competent. And again, you could have everything in the world and you still wouldn't be able to receive that because it is something that starts at the genesis of your thoughts, something in the wiring of your brain, whether it be like in my case where I'm not producing enough serotonin or whether it be in a traumatic event that warps the way that you think. They call them uh, distortions in thinking in cognitive therapy where you can't even process happiness you can't even process love 
So the drugs is just a relief from that. So to blame the drugs on it is to like blame. I, I mean, I couldn't even come up with a good analogy for you, but it's so trash to be like, well, this is on hip hop for having drugs. No, this is on our country for not being vulnerable enough to have a conversation about the fact that mental illness of itself is as big of a threat as cancer, mm-hmm. as guns, as anything else that we think is killing people. Yeah. Uh, again, it is a disease that affects the genesis of your thoughts. In the way that you can walk around and you're like with your friends and you be like, I'm having a good day, a person who suffers from the level of depression that we're talking about has all of those things, is in that same exact moment with you and goes, fuck, I'm kind of a fuck up. Fuck, I'm kind of, and it's like, it's, they cannot change the way their brain is thinking. It takes rigorous work in cognitive therapy to get that kind of shit changed. And then my final thought on it is, for anyone who's very close to Mac Miller, whether it be a fan, whether it be someone who personally knew him, I mean, a lot of people knew him personally. He was very open and kind and had a lot of friends. I think the best thing we all can do, and I want to shout out, and I want to say his Twitter name. I believe his Twitter name is at Coco Be Woke, uh, which is a very funny Twitter name. But, and it's K-O-K-O. He said, well, the reason why so many people don't reach out to their friends to check in on them to see if they're okay is because they're going through their own bullshit. And they're just like, well, if I'm going through my own bullshit, how can I even check in on someone else? But if we allow ourselves to be vulnerable and be like, you know what? I'm going to give my friend the space to talk about his issues today. In and of ourselves, we will also start to become vulnerable because we will have created a world in which someone can talk about not being okay. Mm-hmm. And I think that is the biggest step forward that we can take in this, is creating a world in which someone can say, hey, I'm not okay. And not, they're not met with judgment. They're not met with vitriol. They're not met with, you know, well, here are some solutions. It's just like, no, here is a space where you can just be vulnerable yeah, and talk about your issues. Yeah, man, it is, it is, you know, I, I try, whenever somebody's going through anything, I try to always, instead of giving a solution or being like, this is what you should do, or even if I do that, I also try to make it known that, you know, and if you just need somebody to listen, or if you just need somebody to just sit in the room with you, mm-hmm. I, I, that's fine. Like, I don't have to say a thing. You don't need to hear anything from me. If you just need to know that you have the space to be able to lean on somebody, even if you don't want to, like, that's just as important sometimes as, and more important sometimes than, here's how you can fix that. Of course. Here's how you can fix this. Of course. Let me give you some advice. Uh, now, sometimes you just want to talk. Sometimes you just don't want to talk. You just want to fucking inhabit, inhabit the space of somebody just mm-hmm. to know like you're not alone. You're not alone. Like so, I mean, and 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 addiction is a thing, and addiction has nothing to do with the drug. No. Um, it, it has everything to do with the addiction and, and science. And the backs, person, yeah, and science backs that up. Like there, there are countless scientific studies that talk about the fact that. You can give a rat in, like, the perfect, nice situation a drug, and then that rat, for some reason, doesn't get hooked on it. But if you give a rat that same drug in a distress situation, they'll become hooked on it. Like, mm-hmm. it's so much more than the drug itself. Uh, I think they were talking about, like, it's the reason why when your grandma leaves the hospital, she's not all of a sudden hooked on, like, you know, 
the heavy drugs that they're giving her mm. in the hospital. It's because that's in a controlled. And there's so many other factors. There's so many other factors, man. Uh, it you can here's the thing unless you are you know trying to take your life nobody does even people who are addicted to drugs don't do drugs to kill themselves no <laughs> like they know that this drug can kill me so i'm not good but you know maybe i can get a little bit more high or maybe i can i i need this fix or i need this i need it a little bit more uh, this isn't filling the space. I need a little bit more. This isn't filling the space. I need a little bit more. This isn't filling the void. Give me a give me something else. Like that's what it is. Mm-hmm. It's not. It's not. This isn't filling the void. Let me take this, these drugs so I can end it. Um, now, I, like I said, unless you are trying to, uh, you know, take your own life. That's usually not the case. But even take, in that, you're like, drugs. you're not just being like, I'm going to kill myself. Like, that's not the thought in your head. The thought in your head truly is, I want to relieve this pain. Mm-hmm. And that's the thought. Yeah. It is, it, it, it is truly in its most pure form asking for relief. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yeah, man, I think that's why this specific one in general kind of just hit people a little harder and you know it all should hit us hard uh, whether it's a celebrity or a friend or somebody or a friend of a friend or anything like that like it should hit us hard because we are not giving each other the space like you said Edgar to be vulnerable and to say I'm not all right and I think, and I think that conversation is shifting, um, where we are starting to recognize that, and we are starting to realize that mental illness is a problem. Um, I think it's shifting. It can shift a lot more, but I think it's starting to shift. But yeah, man, listen, if you, you, you know, there are a lot of people who hit us up and say, man, I was having a shitty day, and you got, I put you guys on and it just made me laugh. That makes me so happy because, yeah, dude, like, that's all, that's the only thing that we truly care about is if you are feeling down, anything we can do, anything, and when I say we, I don't mean me and Edgar, just we as a people, anything we can do to try to say it's okay to feel down and if I can give you any type of moment of relief from that downness is what we should be aspiring to do. Um, and I think we're starting to shift toward the attitude that that is important, uh, that we accept each other for our mental states and do whatever we have to to let that person know your mental state is valid, it's okay, and anything I can do that makes you feel like you can get some relief, even if it's just leaving you the fuck alone. Uh, uh, fine, I'll do it. We can do it. Uh, it's sad, though, but I feel we want to end on this. We want to end on this. Uh, I don't know how much we're going to get into it. But uh, I feel like, and, you know, I don't want to say these names wrong, especially the brother who was killed. Uh, but I feel like we got to talk about the murder of Bothan Shamjean. Am I saying that right, guys? I think that's mostly correct, yeah. Okay. Uh, and I want to put emphasis on the word murder. I think this manslaughter charge is bullshit. Um, 
I mean, Alex Handel's being bullshit. She made bail in like two hours. She made bail in two hours. She went to jail in a county where she did not commit the crime. 30 miles away, I believe. Yes. They let the Texas Rangers office handle the case. Yes. She went to jail in a county that was 81% white, where the county where she committed the crime was 21% white or somewhere in that realm. Mm -hmm. She's already out on bail. Mm -hmm. Manslaughter. This is so this is so embarrassing as a country. Really? Manslaughter? That's what that that her name is Amber Geiger. Uh white female police officer who apparently walked into the wrong apartment on the wrong floor. Here's what I want to say. Here's why this if you are a police officer and your mental state is so goddamn warped that you don't know you're in your own apartment, you shouldn't be a police officer. Do you know how many years? <laughs> like, do you know how many years she was a police officer? I, I don't know. Or a uh, couple. She I looks young. So. I'd be curious to know. The I amount think of, it was around four. I'd be curious to know the amount of training she had and the amount of years she was on the job. Well, well this isn't her training. first shooting. No, she this shot is somebody is, last year. She too. shot someone last year as well. Yeah. And I'm not saying that the job how? of the job of being a police officer isn't tough and can lead to mental stresses. I'm not saying that. I'm saying that if she had gotten to that point, she shouldn't have been on the fucking force. You want and, right. And, 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 and so, but, but she wasn't at that fucking point. She murdered this dude. I mean, I have gotten into the wrong car before. When I'm later, I mean, I drive a white Volkswagen Jetta. Uh, yeah, so I've, I've gone I've, to I've gotten into wrong car. I've walked into, like, I remember one time I was, like, tired coming back from home, and I walked into, I was like, oh, this is not Anna's house. I'm so sorry. And, like, walked out. But guess what I didn't do? Murder anybody. Kill anyone while I was in there. Like, I didn't yeah. go, wait, hold up. What are you doing here? And then, like, yeah. if I'm going to I go, I'm very sorry. And I walk out. Yeah. What's but the thing that's the most depressing thing about this is that this is literally a Dave Chappelle joke. It is truly a Dave Chappelle joke where he says, "If I'm ever in trouble, I'm not calling nine one one because my house is too nice. Mm-hmm. That if they saw me in there, they thought I'd broke into the place, mm-hmm. and that's exactly what happened to this dude. He's in his own home, chilling, 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 and then, dude." There are witness testimony, which has not been verified, has not been backed up. I'm just quoting the article that I read that said that they heard, which is what makes me very confused, is that witnesses are saying that they heard a lot of knocking and police talk, like open up, open up, open up, which means I don't know if this door was open. Right. I think she forced him to open this door. And this is, again, speculation. I want to be very clear on that. But that's what witness testimony is saying, that they heard like a so lot of knocking. and like. she thought she- so this story doesn't even add up. Bro, there's so many questions in so, this story. So, so we're supposed to believe that she didn't have the key? Exactly. And she thought it was her apartment? Exactly. Yo. She forced this thing what, to open the door. On what planet? Yeah. Th- th- I want to be clear with this because- out of here. She didn't get into that. I think he opened the door. Of course. He opened the door. It was late and, at night. Yeah. And His then, door is locked, my dude. And then she shot him. Uh, I mean, you know, I- so she's a murderer. She's, oh, she's 100% yeah, she's a murderer. murderer. She's a murderer and, not cl- and using any sort of description is offensive. And it was early in the morning she came back home, right? Yeah. And, she, and I think they said that she was off duty for a while. So where's she coming from? Was she uniformed? Yeah, she was time? in uniform. She was in uniform. But she had already been off the clock for hours, I think they said. Yeah. I mean, there's, I, I do think and there's going to be. I could be incorrect. Here's the thing. That. I do think there's going to be more that comes out of this story. 
But it, I, excuse me if I'm not op- optimistic that justice will be served. Right. He wasn't arrested <laughs> for I like mean, 30 hours. And the just, I mean, to piggyback on that, it's just the way this was handled. Are you fucking kidding me? I'm not optimistic either. This is bullshit. It's, uh... She's a murderer. She's a murderer. It's so crazy, man. Like, let me, you know, we, black people, we can't barbecue. We can't sell water. We can't, uh, there's this video circulating around where this white man is harassing a pregnant black woman because her 15-year-old was driving out of the park too slow and then I love that this OG dude came and fucking popped dude. In that video is I love that. wild. I love it. And, and, then, and I found out that man, that white man got arrested and charged for assault, which is good. Great. And I love um, that uh, 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 that white dude tried to get another white dude on his side and be like, he's got a gun. And, and that white dude was like, like so, so it's, it's legal. legal. Yeah. I, <laughs> like, only, this is what y'all fought for. <laughs> only, only a white man who hates black people can hit a person first, get hit back, and then yell, you're not supposed to hit people. Yeah. <laughs> <You> know, like, <laughs> Like, I just and everybody was like, "You hit me!" Yeah, and, and like he got hit so hard, he forgot he hit him first. <laughs> like it's insane. You can't you can't be a pregnant black woman. You can't be a fifteen year old trying to learn how to drive. You can't be uh, rude to an umpire rude, in a rude tennis to, game. <laughs> right? You can't be rude. You can't even sit in your fucking apartment to go to sleep. Like, what else is there for us to do? I mean, shit. what else is there for us to do if we can't even be in our own apartment without getting a door knock and shot down and murdered? What else is there for us? Like, what I what never, I, what space are we supposed to live in? I have never in my life knocked on my own door to get into my house. No, in my life, and I live with people. Even then, I'll text them. I'll say, "Come open the door." Yeah, knocking is so aggressive, especially that early in the morning. I hate, I can't. Why was she, again, and again, this is just witness testimony from that article. Someone can dispute that. Who knows what those witnesses were saying. If they're saying it, what if it's true or not, I get that they have to be verified and vetted through a court process. Yeah, 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 whatever. But I do think that there is a lot of questions in this, and not the questions in the sense where they'd be like, well, let's wait and hear what he did. Like, let's wait and see what he did. No, we know he didn't do shit. He was in his own apartment. He didn't do anything. She was off duty. She was not serving a warrant. She was not, you know, trying to bring him in for questioning. She was off the fuck duty. So what was she doing at his place? Yeah. And I don't care if they knew each other. Like, that's another caveat that people are trying to make. They were in a relationship. I don't don't know if that's true. I don't care. I don't care. I don't know if it's true or not. I know people are saying that, but I don't care if they they knew each other. That means nothing to me. It means absolutely nothing to me. She's still a murderer. She murdered him. Yeah. And if you're not outraged by this, look in the mirror. This is this is cold-blooded murder. I mean, it's sad. You can't stand on the train track. You, can, you, you can't can, be or, in well, your own. You can't you stand can... on the train track, but you can't stand on the train platform. <laughs> you can't be. Yo, we can't stand on the train track. You can't stand in the middle of traffic. You can't jump off a building. You can't, you can't open can't the exit open. door on an airplane while it's in flight. What can we do, what white can America? We do? <laughs> But yeah, you can't. I mean, you. It, I don't know, man. And listen, like when I'm not gonna sit up here and act like black people are the only person being murdered. I get there are uh, women, genders, uh, what am I trying? Races, all of everybody gets murdered. I get it, <laughs> I get it. But again, let's be real. That's not what this is about. This woman came in and saw a black. It just, this is if, murder. This is murder. And 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 if 
if by some miracle that this is actually manslaughter and this woman was not in her faculties to know that she wasn't in her apartment and she got spooked by somebody that was. It's because she got spooked by a black man. That's what it is. That's what it is. I mean, come on, man. Come on. It's it's fucking sad, dude. It's sad. So unfortunately, another hashtag, another rest in peace to somebody else who was killed when they did not have to be for just simply living Being home. and existing. Existing. Being in their own home. Uh, it pisses me off, man. This is me off. You got to get out of here, Jaquise. I do. I got a show soon. Uh, and I've been here literally for six hours. Well, let's, um, just, uh, let's end it how we want to end it. Congrats to Naomi Osaka. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Congrats to Already you. people on the... I just opened up Twitter because, you know, sometimes I just open up Twitter and already people are just being like, nah, she biracial. She's not half black. She's not oh a sister. God. And already I'm disgusted. One, even in just being Haitian, you already get your blackness question. But y'all are disgusting, man. Some of y'all are so disgusting. saying, oh, she, we're not going to call she's, her black because she's she biracial. What, she's like, oh, what, she has like a drop of melanin? Her father is, oh, he's straight Haitian. He's the man is Haitian. blacker than me. And then also the- Blacker the, than most of y'all on Twitter. And then the funny thing about that is- <laughs> if anybody of color is saying that, but then rocked for Obama, you 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 got a rude awakening, brother. Because <laughs> like, Obama's mother was as white as rain. Like I mean, so like I don't ever use that term again. I mean, as she was white as, as white as, as rain. rain. Which means she was so white she was clear. Uh, I know what it means. <laughs> like, you don't gotta so, explain to me what it means. So so like I, you know that 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 argument is yeah. futile. But fuck all that. Congrats to Naomi Osaka. Yeah. Yeah. Congrats to you. If you have thoughts at all, please reach out to a friend. There are people out there who care about you. There are people out there who want to see you be well. Know that. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Guys, we're going to talk about this and so much more. Well, not necessarily this, but we're going to get, we may get a heated conversation. Who knows? When we step on stage live. At the Chicago Podcast Festival on November 29th at 9 p.m. Tickets are on sale right now. If you, I'm saying this, if you live within 90 minutes of the city of Chicago, if you don't get your ass to the city and come see your boys at our live show, I'm going to be pissed. Well, you know, Jaquise, can I raise you one? Raise me one. Can I raise you one? Yep. Some people on on Twitter, uh-huh. who live in the city of Los Angeles, were upset with us. They were. They, they were upset with us saying, how dare y'all go to Chicago for your first live show? Yeah. So, so I'll raise you this, Jaquise. I will guarantee it on Sophie's dog that we will have an L.A. show before we go to Chicago. Meaning that if we're mm-hmm. wrong, Sophie has to give her dog to whoever tweets at us first. <laughs> They're having a show. Uh, They're wow. having a show. <laughs> you have to pry this dog out of my cold, dead hands. But so. We will have a L.A. show first. We'll get you guys the details, but we will have an L.A. show first. Or Sophie gives her dog to the first person to tweet at us. That's what's going to happen. <laughs> and then for everybody else who's jealous and being like, well, when are you coming to us? Keep your ears to the Keep ground, guys. The ground. Keep your ears to the ground. Uh, and listen, when you do come to see us, 
We want you to be wearing some merchandise so you can get that at tpublic.com slash culture kings. We know we tweeted out the link. It's pinned on our Twitter account right now for people to design some merch for us. And not necessarily design. Give us design ideas. I know people have been hitting me up saying, I wish I could actually design it for you. And listen, we may run that type of contest at some point. Uh, but in the meantime, we do have a team of designers. So <laughs> we just want ideas, guys. And we'll let you know when we're going to choose one of, some of our favorites, if not our favorite idea from that contest that we are running. Nah. Hit me up on that, Jackie's Neil, on all social media. Edgar Monplazier on just one social media, at AwfulGram on the other. You guess which one is which. Guess which one. Guess which one. Guys, it's been a pleasure. It was heated. Most sports arguments that happen in these four walls turn into a heated discussion, and it wouldn't be the Culture Kings if it wasn't. Shout out to everybody. Shout out to you. We like you. We love you. It's time to get out of here on a deep cut. I heard this song recently, and I hadn't forgotten about it, but just hadn't heard it in a while, and I've been loving it. So let's ride out to some Outkast from their 2000 album, Stankonia. B.O.B., Bombs Over Baghdad, let's rock. Ladies and gentlemen, as we always are, we'll be back. Underground, thunderbounds, and I stop the ground Like a million elephants, a silverback, a orangutan You can't stop a train, who wants up, don't come unprepared I'll be there, but when I leave there, better be a household name Brother man telling us it ain't gonna rain So now we sitting in a brown top soaking wet In a silk suit, trying not to sweat Hit summer sauce without the net But this will be the year that we won't forget One nine, 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 I don't need anything gold People just wanna be long as you know Consequences are given for living the fences Too hot to jump in jail, too low to dig I might just touch hell, hot, get a life now they gon' sell Then I might catch you a spell, look at what With no answers, cure for cancer, cure for AIDS Make a wanna stay on tour for days Get back home, things are wrong When I really it was bad all along Before you left ass up to a ball of power Thoughts at a thousand miles per hour Hello ghetto, let your brain breathe Believe that's always more Still stay street. Big things happen every time we meet. Like a track team, crack team, dying to geek. Outcasts bumping up and down the street. Slam back, Cadillac, by five, six, seventy-five MCs. Free to the beat, cause we get drunk, stay drunk at the club. Should've bought an ounce, but you caught the dub. Should've held back, but you told the punch. Supposed to meet you good, but you packed the lunch. No D to the U to the G for you. Got a son on the way by the name of Bamboo. Got a little baby girl for a year, Jordan. Never turn my back on my kids for them. Should've hit it, hit it, Before you read up, get a laptop. Make a bend for yourself, boy, set some goals. Make a fat dime out of dusty coal. Record number four, but we on the road. Hold up, slow up, stop. Control like Janet, planet stake only is only a moving life floor coming straight to Florida. Block like you understand block the quarters. Put it up on bell, cause the weapons in order. Like a three-piece bitch for your daughter. You kettle talk a bell, then I hit the border. Pity pat rapper trying to get the five. I'm a microphone being trying to stay alive. When you come to ATM, well you bet not high, cause the dungeon family gon' ride. Ha, ha.